It is Tuesday, March the 31st. And we're back. Welcome to the Yo World Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Gary. And I'm Jacob. <laughs> I think we've established this. Yeah. Uh, I had to leave the room and go get a drink because my energy level was too low. Now his energy level is real high. So I grabbed a bottle of berry lemonade so- soda. Does that say Jones on it? It is. It's Jones soda. Wow. Yeah. There's little there's little things under the cap, too. But players don't really care about that. <laughs> okay. This says meet me at midnight, which is <laughs> vaguely <laughs> terrifying. That's ominous. Okay. Yeah. So this is episode 11 of the podcast. Not episode 10. That, no special guest this week. We, we've doing some good math on this one. Yep. Um, so this week we will be talking about the features we're currently working on the development side. Yep. We'll be talking about the art stuff we're currently working on on you the bet art we side. Will. Oh yeah, all day every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> um, we're working on uh, improving our themes. Yep. We'll be talking about uh, the candy question we asked last week and what the statistics of that are. <laughs> Very important information. Important info to have. And we'll be answering player questions, as always. Yeah. I have nothing to add to that. Those are That's factually true. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so first off, being as it is episode 11, anybody who listened to episode 10 knows that Greg was on the uh, podcast last week. So just thanks to Greg for coming on the podcast. We had a great time. Yeah. I think players really like to hear from him. He added some really good insights. They posted a bunch of threads about how in love with him they are. I'm in love with him. I don't get any threads about anyone being in love with me. <laughs> Maybe after that desperate attempt on this podcast, that will happen. My life is threadbare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Such setup. How I dislike you. Oh, uh, man. I don't even care because I'm drinking berry lemonade <laughs> soda. So nothing could be worse than this. It, it looks like melted blue cotton candy and it looks disgusting. Okay. Uh, it so, tastes a bit like that, too. There you go. <laughs> Um, feature updates. Yep. So uh, we continue our work on the URL gifting system uh, so players can air more coins. That is coming along quite nicely. Yes. Um, and we hope to have it with you at some point soon. But yep. we can't. It's, there's still system. work to be done. Yeah, we've got the sending working. We've got the receiving working. We've got to do the whole uh, receiving of the money and, and how that all works out. We've got some complicated math involved to ensure that Lower level players get value, but higher level players get more value. Mm-hmm. All accounts aren't as valuable. Without um, there being huge disparity correct. between the two. And someone that has 2,500 buddies doesn't have 2,500 times more money than someone who has only one buddy. Yeah. So that's all in there, and we're working through it, and it's looking really good. We continue work on yourworld.com, and it's kind of funny. Some of the stuff that we're doing for the gifting system actually ties into .com because yep. we have this, these web pages to send and receive the gifts. So that's kind of tying into that. Uh, we have a lot of tool updates just to make sure that we can release content quickly, efficiently, without errors. Um, we're also doing some bug fixes that came up, uh, especially with regards to like the avenues, naming, and stuff like that. Yep. We discovered Nick's a couple of things. on those, in fact. Yeah, and uh, it looks like it's all good now. I think we pushed the last fix for earlier today. Yes. So hopefully it's all good to go. Um, we are also working on some tools to allow us to better um, process our art, which means that we'll be able to get art in the game faster with less errors and make sure it's nice and tested and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of happening right now as well. Uh, we are almost done with the Your World uh, like contests. So the idea that you can have these these uh, outfits saved and players can like them. And then yeah, today is in fact the last day. Well, hopefully it's the last day. If we get all done, we still got to test it and, and make sure it works properly. But it's looking really good. I was thinking of something completely different. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of the uh, design contest. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that as well, yeah. actually, for sure. Um, but the, that's actually uh, the like, like contest uh, is actually going to be done fairly soon. Uh, we just need to test it and make sure it works properly. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of finishing touches the that are happening on that. But it it's is looking not really happening good. today. <laughs> not happening today, but it's looking really good, and I'm yep. really excited to get it out there. I think players will find it really valuable. Um, so we'll see how that goes. 
And then we're also doing some backend stuff that's not terribly exciting. That's quite important. For example, um, all this stuff in the game, uh, some of it isn't logged properly. So sometimes if you send an item to someone else, that may not be logged in an easily accessible way. You know, or if you, you, know, you spend your coins, you earn your coins. That's not correctly being shown. So we're, we're redoing all of that in the game so we can make sure that it's all tracked from start to finish. Yep. Um, and it will provide us a lot of good things for helping players when they ticket us. Like, where did my item go? What did I spend this money on? Yeah. Then we'll be able to actually offer a yeah, log. Yeah, part of it is just to be able to speed up response time, right? Right, and, and even allowing to, uh, players to have self-help tools so they can just look at this page and see where their money went, and that yeah. would save them t- from ticketing us. They get the information right away, uh, and if we can prevent tickets, that's great because it yeah. means they don't have to wait for us to get back to them. Yeah. So those are kind of the, the main uh, feature things we're doing, but we're also doing a lot of other stuff as well where – doing some tool stuff, some server stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Busy, busy, busy. Busy as always. Um, Before I move on to the art side, I just want to jump off one of the things that you said about uh, bug fixes Mm -hmm. and stuff that we've released. There was actually recently a panning fix released Mm -hmm. uh, for the panning in Alton. Right. uh, And a couple different zones Mm -hmm. uh, so that the panning would be smoother. One of the nice add-on effects of this is that while it is not perfect and we will revisit it at some point, you can now get to all the rooms in the fun fair house. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, it is, I tested it today. It is still jittery, but you can get to the rooms. Yeah, because I know um, a couple people had asked about that in the yeah. past. So. And we've had a couple questions about it. So I just wanted to make people aware, if you haven't been to your fun fair house, go take a look. Um, and if you are still having issues with it, feel free to contact us about it. Uh, we will look at it at some point. Obviously, it's not as high a priority as, of course, the people who own that house would like. Um, but you know, slowly but surely, we're knocking away all these bugs. Yeah, Again, uh, so it's going to take a little bit. Of there's time. A, there's a lot of there's a lot of old issues in the game that have you know cropped up and whatnot, but we will fix them as soon as we can. Yeah, uh, and one of the things to remember um, with things like the the fun fair, for example, is that that particular house is not owned by every player who plays the game. Sure, right. So we're more inclined to do things that are impacting to everybody in the game right. than we are things that deal with a very specific subset of players. Um, but art, art is coming along. Um, Easter has been very well received. Thank you everyone for such wonderful, positive feedback. Yeah. The artist did some really good items for that. I was really impressed. Yeah. I really like the use of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like pastel tones anyway, so it kind of feels to me that way. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, we don't always have good response to pastel tones, mm-hmm. uh, but in this instance where I guess pastels are appropriate. Yeah. Easter is a very pastel kind of yeah. time for people. Yeah, you know, reminds me of sidewalk chalk. Yes, very much so. Yeah, uh, which is like the feeling of spring, right? Yeah, exactly. Kids yeah. drawing on sidewalks. Again. Yeah, I like it. Oh, big pictures of flowers. And How stuff. sentimental, Gary? Yes, <laughs> Gary is. Right, Gary's you opposed are, to sentiment. Just I'm in not, case, I'm not opposed to sentiment. I just you're just uncomfortable. With I just it. don't like things that are overly sappy, saccharine, even. Yeah, things it's a good that word. you know, it, it's. It's just my preference. Yeah, so it's okay. Well, you know, we're all different. You know people. what? You make up for it in spades, my friend. I just got a message from a guy. Ignore <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you make up for my lack of sentiment in spades. Yes, because I have so much sentiment. He is the most sentimental man I have ever met. Yes, I have more sentiment than the bottom of uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, so yeah. We've been doing real well with Easter. Um, very, very happy with the feedback that we've gotten. Thank you, everyone, for that. Um, the Easter house, the egg house, turned out very nicely. If anybody's looking for somebody to thank for that, you can thank Charlie. That was Charlie's house that he did. Uh, He's a miracle you. worker. And you can thank John for putting it together. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. It's almost that time. 
What time? Uh, so John's about to start putting together another house. Get to work, John. <laughs> Every Ruthless. podcast. Ruthless. Every podcast. You yeah. got to bring him down. There's always a house. Yeah. There's always houses. You know what? People like houses and we got to keep making them. That's really what it is. Yep. You know. Houses are great. Yeah. They give you places to put things. Um, it's true. So coming up, we actually have a cabaret style theme coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then thereafter, we have some more things that uh, will be announced as we go along. Mm-hmm. A uh, couple, couple mini themes mm-hmm. and a uh, couple little secrets. There you so go. So look forward to that. A uh, little bit of feedback from players this week in terms of theme improvement. That's something I wanted to talk about uh, is just in terms of uh, we've gotten better. The feedback is basically that we've gotten much better at cohesion on themes. Um, we've started doing style guides and keeping all of the colors very much on point with each other, mm-hmm. uh, which I think has really helped. But now people are concerned about the order in which we release things. Oh, I see. Um which is actually something that Gary emailed me about just last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that we're working on. So uh, going forward, you're going to see things come out in um, what's probably going to be a much more logical progression when you look at it. And it'll make sort of sense. Obviously, as a general rule, we want the house to go out first. And then you put stuff into the house. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. Doesn't, uh, it's not going to always work that way. Nope. And I don't, we try not to have it where everything is so rigid. I mean, it's a great, if, if players can time their watch by things and they come to expect things, but that limits our ability to be spontaneous and it limits and our it ability. it can also be boring over it time. Can, yeah, it gets boring, gets, you know, and it limits our ability to iterate, right? So yep. we don't want to be tied to that, but if we use that as a default and we can, you know, we can kind of go off track if necessary, then that's really the ideal, right? Yep, it's the same exactly. thing with a podcast. We generally do it on Tuesday mornings. But we have the ability to do it on other days or Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, it depends good. on what's happening. Depends right? what's happening, right? So, you know, I don't ever want to be tied to a process that, you know, limits our creativity. Absolutely not. So, that's it. I also don't ever want to be tied to a chair. <laughs> Jacob's kidnapping fears on this week's Euro podcast. <laughs> well, I think that it's a valid fear. It's not a valid fear. How, how are you going to be... wants to be tied to a chair, Gary. How are you going to be tied to a chair? There's not enough rope. What, like in the world? Yeah, not a rope in the world. Hold on. I'm going to angrily drink this terrible lemonade soda. Um, candy corner. Candy corner. I wouldn't add this soda to that corner. Um, <laughs> hey, Jones, if you're looking for somewhere to advertise. Um, so we asked players last week what the most popular candy that they have had, like from Easter was. Yep. Uh, if you had to choose an Easter candy. I think the exact question was, if you had to eat only one Easter candy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yes. Um, and we got a number of answers, and I have broken these down into very important statistics for you to share with your friends and family. Um, so you can say, hey, did you know that 18.75% of your world players who responded to this question, asked by two weird guys in a room, said that they like Cadbury eggs? Wow. But then following up from that, the exact same amount of people said they liked Reese's eggs. Yes. Basically, people like eggs with things in them. I like eggs with things in them. I like Reese's eggs a lot. I like mini eggs, and they have chocolate in them. Mm-hmm. Now, a further 18.75%, there was a split here, uh, 18.75% of people said something other, but most of those people were like just straight chocolate. Chocolate is good. Right? It was like, I like a big chocolate bunny, or I like a block of chocolate, or I would swim in a bathtub full of chocolate. I once received a, a kilogram, which I guess is, what, 2.2 pounds? Something like that. 2.2 pounds of dairy milk straight chocolate for Christmas. It lasted three days. That's not the one that you gave to me, is it? Uh, it was bigger than that. Yeah? Yeah. We had a secret Santa this year, 
And uh, I wound up with Gary's Secret Santa gift. It was a kind of a weird Secret Santa. It wasn't like a straight uh, gift across. It was like a weird trading system. It was a Santa. trading system, plus you could steal and all kinds of stuff. It was pretty fun, actually. It was actually really yeah, it was, I, it was more, way more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was a great time. I wound up with your gigantic chocolate bar. Yes. And my children ate it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. It was an awesome chocolate bar. I, gave, I actually wanted like wrapping it for my kids for Christmas. Yeah. And they thought I was the best dad ever. Because this is a chocolate bar that was what, like... It was a size two feet long. Yeah, it's like the size of both wide. of your children. Yeah, it was big. together. Um, I think that by extension means that I am a great dad. Yeah, great parenting. Way <laughs> to parent my children into obesity. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Robin's eggs and Peeps also tied mm. uh, at fifteen and a half percent. Peeps, man. I don't know. Uh, no. Now it's interesting because I think that this may have something to do with just language in general. Because, like, the mini eggs you're talking about, some people call them Robin's eggs, and some people are talking specifically about the Robin's eggs that you buy from Whoppers. Oh. The ones okay. that are, like, little malted milk balls, but in the shape of eggs. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm going to believe that those are mini eggs in this resp- this poll, because it's the only way that I can reconcile the fact that mini eggs don't feature in here at all. Yeah. Because I'm mad about that. I am very interested that as many people like Peeps as they do. Yes. I've never heard anyone say they like Peeps. I know. It's confusing to me. Yeah. But they're a product that sells. I thought everyone just bought them to set them on fire in their microwaves or whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and then coming in last is good old jelly beans. I don't like jelly beans. I do. I don't like their texture. And I seem to remember back in the day they had like really funky flavors. That's a jelly belly thing. Right. And it was like some of them were like sick flavored and, you know. Oh, you're talking about like snot flavor you're talking about like bernie bots beads i don't know if what i'm talking about those are I like did. the harry potter beans that are like right it was like that but it was actually before harry potter it was i remember yeah. it was like in the 90s they had this back yeah. then and uh yeah and they'd be like oh this is this one tastes like butts haha and i'm yeah. like why would you Je- want that in a Jelly candy Belly actually made those like they why? made the harry potter ones where you could eat one and be like this one tastes like throw up and you're like <sighs> why this why would you want that it's a terrible idea for a product i don't think they last if, if i'm gonna long. waste you know, my diet on candy, it's yeah. not going to be for candy that possibly tastes like throw up. That's, yeah. It's not going to happen. It's going to be cheap and it's going to be very sugary. Indeed. Okay. Well, thank you very much for everyone for responding to last week's closing question. Yeah. Uh, very interesting statistics, even though either, f- you know, either 85% of you are wrong or 100% of you are wrong because the answer is mini eggs, but that's okay. I forgive you. We have gone through a lot of mini eggs in this office in the last week. Yes, we have. <laughs> like a dangerous number of mini eggs. Yeah, like a life-threatening number of mini eggs. You can buy bags that are like two and a half kilograms, I think. Yeah, from uh, like Costco. From Costco. Yeah. And I know that like as an office, we bought four or five of those and they're all gone. Yes. And even though we have, you know, what, 60 people in this office? No, it's, I think it's only closer to 50, actually. Um, I've... I only count the people on our floor. Honestly, I <laughs> yeah. don't know what happens down here. Anymore. <laughs> it's a madhouse. Um, yeah, it's still a lot of mini eggs. It's a lot of mini eggs. There's no no question about that. All right, so let's move on to player questions. You bet. So Sanchi asks, when is Greg slash Gary going to pay the entire Yule BBG crew free pizza for each of them? Greg, Gary, Greg Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the answer to that is we actually get pizza fairly often for various events and things we do. Um, however, for closers, Gary, pizza is for closers. (laughs) I got to close that deal. Um, however, we are actually doing 
next Friday, not the coming Friday, but the Friday after that, we're going to axe throwing, which is a really interesting thing. So we're actually going to go to some place, and they're going to give us axes. And throw them. And we're going to throw them at things. Doesn't sound like a great idea. No. But it does sound like a fun idea. Especially because a lot of us use our hands here. Like, 100% of the people in this office use their hands to work. Yes. So <laughs> that will be an interesting time. We'll see if anyone loses a finger. But, or you know, it's, it's very Viking. Yeah. And for that reason alone, we have to do and it. And they are small axes. Like, they're they're throwing axes. I, I don't have a frame of reference for what throwing axe size is. Well, you know, like, how big a hatchet is. Yes. Well, a hatchet is basically the same size as a throwing axe, except the head is on both sides. Oh, so it's double-sided. So that it plants better. Cool. Well, you know what? We'll update you on the limb slash finger loss count mm-hmm. of our axe throwing expedition uh in the podcast for oh, two yeah, weeks look now. forward to a contest where we give away one of those fingers signed by <laughs> your world's gary stevenson oh dear and hey we shipped out all that stuff from that contest eh uh we shipped out all of the stuff that people gave us addresses to ship to yeah we had a couple uh, people we have holdouts. four people who still have not provided us with their addresses uh, Jess has emailed them. Jess has followed them in game. Jess has done everything in her power to get addresses from people. Yes. Um, we will continue to hold on to your prizes, but please, please, please reach out and contact us. Yes. So that we can send you the things that you so rightfully deserve. Correct. That turned into a weird diatribe. Uh, Grace has a question. Uh, what does the Yo World team do on their free time in the game? Um, I do a couple things. I'm really into decorating. Um, a couple of people can do some of my houses. They are not nearly on par with some of the decorators' houses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to think that they're contemporary and comfortable. Um, and I also, I actually like to go to player events. Yeah. Uh, although sometimes people don't believe that I'm me. And then they say mean things to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that. You're not Viking, Jacob. You don't look like an ogre. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And they're like, <laughs> kick him out of the room. And they're like, I can't kick him. I'm like, that's because I'm me. And they're like, no, you're a hacker. And I'm like, no, what? I'm me. Yeah. Well, there's no convincing some folks. Yep. Um, For myself, I like to kind of patrol, do a round, you know, go through the event list, see what's going on in there. I wasn't going to say that, but that's a big thing for me, too. (laughs) Um, I check out inside Alton's a bunch to see what people are saying. You know, sometimes there's a dude just like telling people that everyone's going to burn in hell for their sins and stuff like that and various religious outcries. And it's like so- Piccadilly Square. Yeah, there's just a bunch of crazy people doing crazy things and then I kick them and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's fun for Gary. It's fun for me. It's sport. Uh, I also like to just meet people in events. Like I met a lady one time and she showed me all of her cool houses and like yep. how she likes to decorate and talked about, you know, how exciting that was for her. And so it's good just to kind of meet up with people. I mean, like the people on the forums, you know, the, we love the people in the forums, but they're the people that really seek out activity, yep. you know, and really want to engage with us. But it's interesting to meet people that, you know, wouldn't ordinarily do so. Yep. I actually let, uh, met a lady in Walmart and she was my cashier and she, uh, she recognized that I had a BBG hoodie on and she, she asked me if I worked on your world and I said, I did. And then we talked about it. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. She and her kids play. It's like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That's, that's, who are you? I'm Gary. You're Gary? <laughs> I, you know what? She was not, uh, I don't think she was a she podcaster. Wasn't that, she wasn't a high level of player. No, I don't think she knew who I was. But yeah, uh, yeah it, was, it was interesting to meet someone that played the game. It was actually really, really cool. Because like, we have what, 60,000 people that play the game a day yeah, or something like exactly. that. It's hard to even comprehend that many people. Like think, trying to pe- imagine in your mind 60,000 people right now. I can what, is that like a soccer stadium? Is it uh, sixty thousand people is roughly the John Labatt Center, which is the hockey stadium in town. Yeah, uh, sixfold. 
Yeah. So Which is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So yeah, it's actually really cool to meet up with people and just kind of get real honest opinions about things. And sometimes people come up to me and say, thank you so much for doing XYZ in the game. We really appreciate it. And yep. it, it feels nice. So I like to just meet people and check out what's good. Um, I'm really, I like to wander around and think I'm a celebrity and find out that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Viking Jacob. Is yeah. that like Viking Greg? Uh, no. Um, and I... I don't know. I'd like to try and decorate, but I'm not very good at it. So yeah. that's that's a problem for me. But I'm, I'm working on it. So it's fun. I found out that someone gifted me uh, two whiteboards with uh, VVG and also my face on them. Yes. And so I put them up in my apartment, and they're now my prized possessions. I know who gave those to you. Who? It was Bliss. Was it? Yeah, because she did one for everybody. Oh, awesome. Yeah, oh, she put together whiteboards, like Viking whiteboards for everybody, and yeah. just gifted them to people. It was super oh. nice. Well, thank you very much, Bliss. I appreciate them. They're proudly on my wall. Yeah. Um, uh, and is this my question now? This is your question. Can I jump off that real quick, though? Yeah, go ahead. Just, I appreciate everybody who sends me gifts in the game, but you should know that you don't have to. <laughs> you definitely don't have to gift like, us anything. Don't give me pink retrospects. Don't. They're too valuable. <laughs> yeah. I can just give them to myself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can generate items for ourselves. They're kind of like the free gift items. We don't trade them to other people, but you know, we can definitely have those items for testing and stuff. So, yeah. don't give us your valuable things. We really appreciate your support, but yeah. you should you should hold on Personal to those. Personal knickknacks, I love. Yeah, whiteboards with yeah something that's been personalized. That yeah. You couldn't do yourself. I love. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah, exactly. So, and hopefully, we'll have more options for stuff like that in the future as well. The next question is from Golden Mikey, and he says, will we ever see new pets in the game that aren't just cats and dogs? And the answer to that is yes. I think we actually did just launch a Little Lamb yeah. in the game, and we have more Mary plans. bought one, actually. <laughs> oh, I detest you. Oh, uh, boy. I like ruining your life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have a lamb now, um, and we'll be doing more pets as time goes on. Uh, the system for pets is is a thing that we have to kind of improve as time goes on as well and so when we do that we'll be able to maybe release a little bit more crazy things uh so the next question is from uh bunny tat which uh, i actually have a small one of on my lower back (laughs) 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 genuine laugh uh i just i just can't imagine you with that kind of touch um how far after a theme is released do you monitor the feedback thread uh, this is actually a great question because uh, the question is, you know, one, I don't always get items right away uh, or two, I may find that there's issues with them down the road in terms of layering or sure. sort of what my expectation was. Uh, we actually continue to monitor. <clears throat> terrible. Uh, we continue to monitor those threads for quite some time. Indeed, um, we do. Beyond a week, in fact. Sure. Um, and often when we're making decisions about uh, either new themes or new content that's coming out, we'll go back and review old threads. Sure. Uh, see if we're missing anything. Um, and part of Jess's job is actually to constantly aggregate that feedback and make sure that it's getting back to Gary and I. Yeah, exactly. So good job, Jess. And thanks for the question, Bunny Tat. Absolutely. So the next question is from Patman. And Patman says, I'm a collector of your old horse items. There are many other your collectors too. What do you think about your collectors? And I would say that your world collectors are awesome. Yep, we love I that love you them. guys uh, get together and, and collect all these cool items, you know, the clocks, the fireplaces, whatever Cakes. else. Cakes. you know, all these kind of cool little items. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that people collect them. I think pianos was another one. Yep. Someone collects pianos. That, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. Um, and we want to make sure that we're providing new things for you to collect all the time. Oh, that's something that, John and I have been working on, actually. For sure. Without releasing too many, of course. And even releasing new collections of things that you might not have collecting before. But, yeah, yeah we think that's a, a really cool part of the game. It's something that excites us. There so. are some uh, fancy collectibles coming up that I will not name specifically. Um, but I'm very excited about them. 
There you go. I will say that stained glass is one of the collectible things that we've been doing, though. Adds a lot of character to the house. I like it. Yeah, I really like stained glass. I like how we do the reflection, too. So yeah, so that you, if you want to place the light panel on the floor. Yeah, it gives it a, a real sense item. of depth, I think. You know? yeah. It's really good. Really nice. Um, so Mert has a question. Uh, there have been rumors that if the Yo World app is removed from our Facebook, we lose all of our items. Is this true or not? It's not true. No. Heaven forbid. <laughs> um, I, I assure you, that rumor would not be a rumor if it was a true thing. It would be something that people were screaming to high heaven about. Yeah, you would definitely see a lot more of that. There was in the past, and it may not even be the case now, but there was a, a situation in which um, Facebook changed how they assign uh, IDs for players and, such, and so on. Yep. And so if you uninstalled the app and installed it again, and you would get a new ID so it wouldn't relate to your old one, and then it wouldn't pick up your old houses and content. Um, but that all that required was a simple remapping of your account, and we take care of that on a fairly regular basis. Yes. So if you were to ever log in and find that you know, you're starting a fresh account, you're being asked to do the tutorial or something like that, something like that may have happened. But don't fret. Just get in touch. Uh, data does not go missing unless we actively delete it, um, and we don't delete people's accounts. So, yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the next question is yours. Yes, it is. So Strawberry, love that name. Strawberry asks. Love that food. <laughs> Strawberry asks, do you plan to uh, advertise to bring in new blood to the game? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we talked about this with Greg last week. Uh, so we, there, there are various aspects to advertising and bringing in new blood and whatnot, various strategies that you could use. Uh, we certainly plan to try and recapture players uh, that had played the game in the past and maybe really enjoyed it but have left due to the fact that the game went into disrepair. You know, new items weren't being released very frequently and, you know, n- you know, there was hacking and all kinds of things. It'd be very reasonable to assume that a large portion of people that left would have been due to those issues. Yep. We've resolved a lot of those issues and with further improvements coming down the pipe, um, so once that has happened, we aim to try and recapture a lot of people that, you know, stop playing for those reasons. So that's one way that we plan to bring in, uh, I guess, we wouldn't call it new blood, but, you know, familiar blood. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's New blood the, sounds like vampire business. Yeah, exactly. Um, as far as in, ex- real new players, um, there's also aspects of uh, acquiring new users, you know, paying for new users to install the game and so on that we may do down the line, but that's not a focus for us at the moment. Um, we're quite happy with the size of the game at the moment and, you know, to bring in a, a larger audience means we have to support a larger audience, which means we have to make sure the game is working properly. It's not going to go offline and such. So yep. we're looking for the game to be a little bit more stable before we try and spike the amount of people that are coming in. Uh, as far as things like um, a lot of games now, a lot of games, maybe a couple of games I've seen uh, are now advertising on TV, Super Bowl, you know, things that are a little bit more broad like that. Yep. That tends to be a very expensive endeavor. Yes. Um, and we are not the kind of company that has the funds to go around splashing on things uh, Well, like that, that also has to, I mean, it's just a completely different model. Yes. Uh, like, if and then look, that's one of the things you do. You look you at the games exhaust. that are like advertising on TV. Sure. Many of them are, they're doing something similar to what we're saying in terms of trying to recapture people, remind people to play the game. Yes. Um, but they're also, you know, they have something like a hundred fold players sure. from what we have. Yeah. So they'd be, you know, they'd be, you're talking five or six million people playing the game every day. Right. I mean, and that it's makes kind of, a big difference. It's kind of interesting because, I mean, someone like Coca Cola, you know, we went to the hockey game on, on Sunday as part of a company uh, outing, you know, and Coca Cola was advertising there. You know, and Coca-Cola doesn't need to be advertising at local hockey games. They already have a huge market share. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of people in the world, especially in, in this area of the world, that don't know Coca-Cola. But 
it's one of those things that they do just to remind people. Like, you know, maybe you haven't had one in a while. They don't want to lose market share to other products and so on. And so a TV is a really good way of, for doing that as well. Um, and it's one of those things that you would kind of do once you've really exhausted the other options, the less expensive options of like Facebook advertisements, maybe YouTube video ads, yep. so on and so forth, mailings and all that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of thing that a really big company will do once they've really got like a big advertising budget because the games are going really, really well. So yep. you, you won't see us on TV anytime soon, but you may find that the game gets... Maybe on lo- local cable access. Yeah, the game may get a little bit more populated um, as we try and bring back older users. As a very long answer to your very short question. Yeah. Uh, so the next question, um, just as a side note, uh, I do actually have your world open right now. Uh, and there are a bunch of players in my house and it's really kind of cool. There you go. Yeah. They just all showed up. Jacob is feeling validated right now. I, hey, man. Something's got to do it. <laughs> saddest answer ever. Uh, so Jasmine Cat has a very simple question and I have a very great answer to it. And her question is, is there a way for the podcast to be added to iTunes? Yes, they are every week. Um, so her question basically had to do with, I want to listen to the podcast while I'm on the go. I don't necessarily want to listen to it on my computer using Podbean. Every time we publish one to Podbean, it is added directly to iTunes. Yes. So if you go to iTunes under podcasts and search for Big Viking Games, you mm-hmm. will find us. And, yes. uh, there are actually multiple Big Viking podcasts. There you go. If but you only ser- listen to the one. If you search for Your World, does it come up? I believe so. Mm, we should check that. Uh, make sure it does. I subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, once you, uh, so once you find the, the nice first things, one, you can do that. Uh, and I'll actually say, one of the nice things about iTunes, if you subscribe to a podcast, is that it will show up automatically on your device as soon as it's uploaded. And then you get a nice little notification, and mm-hmm. then you can just start listening. Yeah. I got an iPhone, and U2 showed up on my phone. I didn't want it there, but I couldn't quite figure out how to get it off yet. Yep. Good old U2. They made a deal with Apple to invade all of the phones in the world. That's uh, real skeevy. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was. actually. <laughs> so next question is from Buttercup. That's a nice name. Buttercup asks, could you guys please update the chat boxes? Um, and then talks about the fact that private message boxes are a pain in the butt. And, uh, you know, it's hard to use the chat log box and so on and so forth. So this is actually a big area of focus for us right now. Um, we're currently developing a prototype chatting system which will incorporate a much more modern approach to chatting there won't be private message boxes every time you want to send a private message to someone yep. um, you know so on and so forth and so yeah that's a big focus for us because again fundamentally this game as Greg noted is all about chatting and so very we, much so we yeah. think that making chatting the focus and, and being able to do that very intuitively and very easily and making it a nice process uh, is very important so we're working on that right now and mm-hmm. so Buttercup you will get what you're asking for Yep, it's really, really, you know, I'm just going to echo the same thing you said. It's really, really important to us. Uh, <clears throat> all of my favorite experiences in the game, whether it be, you know, decorating, dressing up, any of the things that you could do in the game, uh, center around interacting with other players. Yes. Uh, so the more that we can encourage that interaction, the better off. Um, and the next question is... <laughs> this is from Kaylee. And it's your question. It is. Um, do you ever think you will have Viking parties after 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we do actually hold them sometimes, uh, if I'm totally honest with you. I mean, our day ends here at 530. Uh, generally, people don't stick around too late. Um, you know, families and other things to get to. But um, sometimes the PHEs will run events um, when they're not dealing with tickets, which is a big priority for them. And sometimes I'll run events if I manage to get my children to sleep. <laughs> Very good. 
Oh, wow. This is some name for you to read. Uh, okay. I'm going to give this my best shot. This question is from Nipsey IX Noto XIWTOTIF. I have no clue what that could possibly mean. It's code. Uh, yeah, the, I think you know this is like codebreaker stuff. This is like German submarine stuff. Um, what is your favorite quote? Mine is when the world says "Give up, hope whispers, try it one more time." It has helped me through a lot of situations. Hmm. So, what about you, Jacob? What's your favorite quote? Um, well, I'm not gonna lie. We talked about this before, and we decided that maybe my my favorite quote was not the best. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say it anyways. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is never attribute to malice, that which can be adequately explained by stupidity, uh, which sounds a little harsh. But basically what it is, is never believe that somebody is doing something intentionally to hurt you when they may simply not understand your situation. And I really like that because uh, I think it's a really good way to look at the world, you know, that if somebody cuts you off in traffic, it's not because they don't like you as a person. It may be because that they didn't realize, you know, they didn't realize you were there. Or maybe their kid is sick and needs to get to the hospital. You don't know their situation. I just, I don't know. It makes me feel good. Maybe they just didn't see you, you know, and they, they legitimately made a mistake. So you have one? Uh, Did as, you just Google one? No, I didn't Google one. I mean, I think the the person that would probably give me the best quotes, but I couldn't think of one specifically, would be uh, Terry Pratchett. He's one, of, he's one of my favorite authors. He recently died. Yep. Um, but he Sam. has he has a, a character in his books called Sam Vimes, uh, and Sam Vimes had like the best quotes imaginable. But I couldn't mm-hmm. even I couldn't even pick one. So um, I don't know. I'm I don't, I could I, yeah I probably couldn't pick one. But I would say uh, if you're a fan of uh, humorous literature, you should read. Uh, I, anything with the Night Watch from the from Terry Pratchett. I haven't read any Terry Pratchett, and I've heard nothing but good things. So I should, you should probably do that. You should. It's uh, very. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's just good geeky literature, funny humor, very uh, quick witted witticisms, good wordplay. Like it's all good stuff. Yeah. You know, and I know uh, Andrew in the office, Andrew Henry. He really likes it too. Yeah. So, and that guy knows some good books. I should read it on the bus. Yeah. Should also take the bus. Here's a here's a great quote from Terry Pratchett. He says, uh, real stupidity beats artificial intelligence every time. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. All of our quotes are about stupidity. Yeah. Or here's another great one. Give a man a fire and he's warm for the day, but set fire to him and he's warm for the rest of his life. <laughs> so there are a bunch of like funny stuff like that. Oh, yep. I should definitely give that a read. Yeah, I actually have a book. I'll bring it for you. That's nice. I've got a book too. Well, don't say it like that's weird. I am nice on occasion. I'm not saying it like it's weird. I'm saying legitimately. That's a nice thing. Thank you for that nice you thing. S- you said it like, that's nice. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, River Song. Oh, River Song snuck in again. Oh. Trixie River Song. <laughs> um, I've noticed that when I travel to some uh, friends' homes or to other homes, I need to refresh the game before I can travel anywhere again. Will there be an update to improve this? Uh, as of right now, it's not something that we're super aware of. Um, so that's yeah, something the that first gonna, time I've heard of this bug. That's something that we're going to look into. I will say that we did recently make some updates to how home connectors work. Uh, and it's entirely possible that that issue self-resolved, uh, but we'll look into it anyways. Yeah. There you go. Uh, here is a question from Kim love for you. And it's actually, I guess, four questions, but, uh, I will answer each of them as best as I can. Okay. So question, the questions basically are, uh, why was Zynga going to annualville? Why did BBG buy from Zynga? How much do we buy it for? 
do we have a motto? And that's actually five questions. Do you have any of the people uh, that work for BVG? Did they ever work for Zynga as well? Um, so first, first of all, it's very difficult to say why Zynga chose to end Yeovil or yes. wanted to. We, can, we can't possibly know that for sure. However, we can theorize a number of things. So one really important aspect is that uh, the game uh, was not making a lot of money. Yep. Um, and A lot being a relative term. A, a relative term. We're a smaller company. We're willing to accept less money for our efforts because we don't have, you know, we're not a publicly traded company. We only have 70 employees. And yep. what can sustain us may not sustain another company. Yes. Um, so they were going to end it for that reason. Another reason is that, um, the game is a huge source of technical challenges, even just to keep it online uh, consistently as a challenge. And they ha- they actually had, I think, 10 or even 20 times more servers making the game run than we did. So it was a hugely expensive endeavor to even just to keep going as it was. It wasn't like they could shove it in a closet and leave it and let it just do its and own just, thing. Yeah. It would it would break. It's constant, constant. And it, was co- and, it, yeah. and it cost a lot of money to run, right? So that was a big reason as well. And you have to also consider that if you have products that can make hundreds of millions of dollars a year and you have products that can make a significant amount less than that, um, if you have the same people that could work on either, you're going to make them work on the ones that's going to make you the most money. You're not yep. going to want to dedicate your best resources to the games that are going to bring you the least revenue. Yep. So we can, and th- that's a strict business. Decision. That's a business decision, and, and you know we don't blame them for having that mindset. I mean, it, you have to be pragmatic to keep your company going. Um, so that was, I guess, that would be probably some of the reasons I would imagine why they might have chosen to close it down. Yeah. Um, why did we buy it? I mean, I think Greg touched on this a bunch, but I'll basically say that we thought. We could do better. Yep. Uh, we could save it for the community who loved it so much. And yep. we saw that it could be a good opportunity uh, for us and for players. Yeah. We so, basically saw it as a win-win for players. And yeah. For us, a win-win-win right? all over the place. It was good for Zynga. It was good for us. It was good for players. And we thought we could really do some good in this game. Yep. And I think so far we've been able to do that. Some, we have our critics, of course. That's always going to be the case. But overall, what we set out to do, I think we're achieving. Uh, and that that's really pleasing for us. And only going to get better with time, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so how much do we buy it for? Uh, if we told you that, the Zynga Lars would bust through the window and decapitate us. We can't tell you that. Yeah, we cannot uh, tell you that we bought it for $6. <laughs> Six whole dollars. No, that's <clears throat> and not. And a can of Coke. <laughs> we did not buy it for $6 in a can of Coke. Um, <laughs> do we have a motto? Uh, I don't know if we have a motto. We have our three Yule values, right? So yeah. it's keeping the game safe and secure. It's uh, trying to provide user-generated experiences and also uh, keeping up the community engagement, which is this podcast. Yep. Um, and do any of the people that work for BBG, have they ever worked for Zynga? Um, the answer to that is no. We did uh, interview someone that used to work, a couple of people that used to work in Zynga, actually, but they didn't get the jobs. So we don't have any ex We do have people, people here from all over. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've had a, we've had people working on our team from yeah. Macedonia, yeah, from California. Well, even just, I'm talking just in terms of companies. Oh, companies, right? like absolutely. We have people sure. here from yeah, EA. Yeah, yeah. We have people here from Ubi. We have people here from... Uh, game lofts, like all kinds of different Greed, large game companies. Of, yeah, agree. Just all kinds, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, yeah, we have a lot of employees who used to work at other game companies, yep. and they currently work for us. So you can infer whatever you want from that. But I'm one of them. I like it here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no inference needed. <laughs> um, so Kim, love for you. I hope that answers your several questions. Yes, and Kim, we have love for you. <sighs> Be happy. Uh, you make it so hard. Uh, so Nick has a question. Uh, what a player is very vocal to the rest of the players about not liking something in the game. Uh, for example, a new item or a feature. I don't know. Whatever is happening that day. Um, does the developer who worked on that feature or that item take it personally? Do they let it roll off their back or do they just ignore it? 
Uh, I will say, we do not really ignore anything. No. Um, we pay attention to all the player feedback because that's the only way that we're going to improve on things. Um, but we however, filter it. We Yeah, we filter it, and we do take things with a grain of salt. Yes. Uh, we have a fairly full understanding that while one person may be vocal and dislike something, that doesn't mean that the other 59,999 people don't. Exactly. Um, and it's that simple. And And while someone may say that this is the worst egg hat they've ever seen, it's probably not. But yeah, this was bad egg hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we basically, we take everything seriously, but we also have a sense of, uh, you know, how appropriate a comment is and, and how much we should really try and change someone's mind. You know, there there are always people that sit on the fence that you can convince them of things and, and that it's worth trying to, to win their favor. Um, and there are also people that will be our critics until the day they die because they don't like us for whatever inherent reasons yeah. they have. Um, and that's fair enough. I mean, you, you don't you don't have to like us. And so, you know, but it's not worth our time to try and uh, convince those people. Otherwise, we could be using that time to make the people that already like us or may like us in the future happy. Yep. Uh, so that's what we try to do. Okay, so we have a question here from Dana D. It's quite a long one, so I'll basically summarize. Uh, she talks about uh, letting other companies advertise within your world, for example, having Starbucks rent a space for a month or you know, having uh, a vendor have clothing in the game that's sponsored by their real clothing in real life. So that's a very interesting question. Uh, the thing that's important to remember about all of this is that uh, something like that has to be mutual, mutually beneficial for both parties. So you know, Starbucks is obviously a very large company, and so mm-hmm. you know, and and your world is quite a small target for advertising. Yes. Um, and so they probably wouldn't want to do something uh, so small. Uh, and you know, it's it's one of those things where you know we're not getting approached by these companies. If we did get approached by Starbucks and they wanted to have a, a virtual Starbucks coffee stand within our game, yep. we'd probably say yes. Like, feel free. That's probably. totally that's totally cool. I think that's really awesome. I love Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Everyone here likes Starbucks, and so we would be totally down for that. But you know, it depends on their marketing budget and what they want to do and how much reach they want to have, and so yep. on and so forth. So, um, however, one thing we can do is uh, we can offer, of course, video ads in the game. So you watch this ad for a new item or a new, commer- uh, you know, a new video game or something like that. Uh, and then you, you, we receive you know, one cent yep. and players receive some reward. Um, but we've resisted doing that thus far, A, because it's a lot of work to get it working properly. B, it never really works properly and it always causes problems. People will ticket us saying the videos aren't working properly. Yep. And we don't control them. So that's a big problem and that's for a us. Huge concern. Um, we don't control them, so if they don't work properly, that we can't fix it. And if they provide inappropriate content, which is not family friendly, um, it's not within our power to just shut that video off. Yeah. So for those reasons, we haven't done it yet. If we can find good solutions, or you know, it, it comes to the point where it makes sense, we will do it. But as of yet, not right now. Yeah, ad networks are tricky. Basically. Ad networks are tricky beasts. Uh, so the next question is from Country Dude eighty nine. Will the Dairy Queen and Burger King ever get married? Look, I, I talked to the Burger King, and you know, I said, you know, man, you can't just be on your couch all day. Yeah. I mean, I know that things didn't really work out all that well with Wendy. I know that you guys had your differences, and I'm, I'm sorry, but I think that you can find love again. But yeah. the Burger King's just not having it. Uh, so I think that the Dairy Queen would do better to spend her time chasing someone who is more interested in her affection. That's fair. That's real real advice yeah. from Jacob. Real advice to the Dairy Queen. <laughs> you can do better than that bum. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Uh, next question is from Clark, and he says, Did you know the average length of the last 10 podcasts is 47 minutes and 44 seconds? Uh, no, Clark, I did not know that, but that's a very interesting statistic, and I will remember that. Yep, I sort of knew that. I knew that it was around 45 minutes, mm -hmm. but good on you, Clark, yeah. for giving us an exact number. I like that you went to the trouble to find out. Yeah, we try to, we try to not butt up against an hour too much. Yeah, I think 40, 45 minutes is a pretty good length of time. Yep. Um, you know, it, start, it starts to drag on it. Like I listen to a lot of other podcasts, mm -hmm. and I have like this perspective for me with podcasts. I like them to be just about the length of me cutting my lawn. Ah, fair enough. Right? Or like doing something around the house. Like I'll pop a podcast in and I'll do something. Sure. Because I guess I can't do anything without being entertained. Correct. It's um, the new generation. It is. I am an old man in a new generation, yeah. and I love to be entertained. Yeah. I was born slightly at the wrong time. <laughs> so we had an interesting question from Steph Marie, and it is, in fact, our question, question of, of the, the week. week. Close enough. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's okay. not bad. could have been worse. Yeah. Um, so 50 Yokash is going to go to Steph Marie. Congratulations. So you can use that to feed all of the people. or All your Yo family. Maybe buy a wedding gift for the Dairy Queen and the Burger King. Excellent. Assuming that they find an amicable resolution to their current situation. Correct. Um, would it be possible to have a feature that would allow us to choose which hand we want our handhelds to go in? Unfortunately not. Uh, making a choice is not something that we can really provide. But this is really great feedback. And we've heard it from a couple people. So I appreciate you bringing it up and allowing me the opportunity to talk about it. Um, we have been favoring one side of the yo uh, for handhelds, and that's something that we're going to steer away from. Yes. So now you're going to be seeing the handhelds coming to more than one hand. Um, a great example of this is we had an Easter egg and a paintbrush. Uh, they would have made a lot of logical sense to be in two hands because the paintbrush was for painting the Easter egg. It's an opportunity we missed. Um, so we're going to correct that going forward. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for your question, Steph Marie. Yes. So the next question is from Trixie TL90. And she says, so if I try poutine, will you try Vegemite? And the answer to that is absolutely not. I've had Vegemite. Disgusting. It was okay. It's yeasty, it wasn't, moldy, it wasn't great. sludge. Um, the problem that I have, though, is every time I have Vegemite, like, nobody seems to really eat it. So you're never entirely certain if that's how it's supposed to taste or if it's gone <laughs> bad, which is why I think a lot of people I shy think away Vegemite from it. tastes so bad, if it goes bad, it might go good. Wow. It comes full circle? Full circle. Uh, I would also say, Trixie, your suggestion is not really fair. It's not equitable. Because you're like, if I have something super crazy, amazing, and awesome, will you have something terrible and yeah. life-ruining? Will you have something that we scrape from the bottom of our car? Yeah. <laughs> like, poutine is, it's fantastic, okay? Yep. It's, it's. I mean, this actually comes up in a later question, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's, funny. It's, it's soft, squeaky, chewy cheese. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful beef or chicken gravy, usually yep. beef. And it's, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, cr crispy, chewy French fries. Like, I'm th thinking that, about it right That now. is a beautiful combination yep. that is in no way disgusting. And so, you know, I don't know. A well-made poutine will change your life. Yeah. We'd be like... If I get a massage, will you be trampled by a herd of cats? And the answer is no. That's not equitable. But what would be interesting? <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's a herd of them? Yeah. So here's what I'd like, Trixie. This week, I want you to make a post in response to this podcast and suggest what your favorite food is. If it's Vegemite, I can't help you. But... <laughs> 
Anything else, I'm willing to try. I will I will personally try whatever you suggest so long as that thing is not Vegemite. You know what? It's a dangerous game, though, because I've, I've uh, spoken to a lot of people from Sweden, mm-hmm. and their favorite candy... Rootfisk? No, their favorite candy is always salted black licorice. Dutch. Ah, uh, gross. Gross. So bad. I buy double salted black licorice coins. Oh, my God. There are only... A handful of people who can survive them on Earth, and they're all Dutch. I'm You're sure. worse than I even thought. No, that's just salty. <laughs> uh, question from Wingnut. Did you model that dance for the animators of the inflatable red man thingy, or wacky waving arm inflatable flailing tube man, if you will, uh, that was released a while back? Yes, I did. He is the reference for all of our wacky animations. Yeah, I stood in the corner. For six hours. Six hours, painstaking. While, while Chicken Fingers drew me frame by frame. Frame by frame. Yep. It was really weird. Yes. Actually, I just kept waving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the last but question. I bought a car, so it was okay. Yeah. There you go. So, last question uh, of the podcast is from Buttercup, and she says, uh, I'm going to assume she. Buttercup says, What are cheese curds? Are they like cottage cheese? Oh, God. Oh, my word. No. No, 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 no. I like cottage cheese okay. Cottage cheese is punishment. Um, you can get good cottage cheese. No, you can't. You can. You can't. But it's no cheese curd. Cottage cheese is watery, skim, punishment cheese that you eat when you're trying to eat healthy and you feel like you have we, to punish yourself. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before. Cottage cheese is what happens when cheese goes bad. Cheese curds are what happened when cheese goes good. Exactly. <laughs> cheese curds are uh, small little nuggets of cheese. They're really fatty. They're, I don't know, they're chewy, but they squeak when you eat them. They're like, they're when they, super expensive. When they, when they melt, they go all stringy like mozzarella. They're actually very expensive. Like a tiny bag of cheese curds is oh, very expensive. It's a be- premium product for sure. Because they're the best. Yeah. And I actually saw a picture on the internet uh, a few days ago of, uh, I guess, some sort of cheese fair in uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And they have deep fried cheese curds. And that, my friend, sounds amazing. Because Wisconsin's big on the cheese, right? Like, I actually saw they have a website that describes a bunch of burgers that have cheese on them, and it's yeah. narrated by Patrick Warburton, who's the guy from uh, Family Guy. He's Joe and yeah. Family Guy and a bunch of other – The Tick or whatever. He's yeah. like a bunch of guys. And he's like – That he, deep voice guy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. He, he, narrate, he narrates the, the recipe for all these different burgers, and it made me really want to go to Wisconsin. So maybe we'll take a road trip, you and it's I. It's not a bad idea. Do we have any players from Wisconsin, I wonder? There must be at least one. Can, if player from Wisconsin, you know who you are, can we come to your house and eat delicious cheese products? Boy, that could be dangerous too. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like Gary and Jacob travel the country eating <laughs> your world players' food. Yes. Um, so if you have not had cheese curds, you should. If you have not had poutine, you should. Yes. Somebody posted today, and it made me a little sad that they had found a poutine place, like a poutinery, quote unquote. Um in florida yes and it didn't make me sad because it was in florida it made me sad because they're probably not going to get cheese curds they're probably going to get grated mozzarella cheese and well, that is not poutine it's not it's not bad but it's not poutine it's but not, it's not poutine uh, it, it is you, not traditional poutine. if you go there and you ask them if they have cheese curds and they say they have mozzarella or grated cheddar yeah, or something along those lines, or melted american oh I mean, it's good in its own right, but it's not poutine. So no. just be just be aware. Don't get fooled. Okay? A cheese for everything and every cheese in its place. Yes, exactly. Um, 
I will say, if you ever go to Quebec yeah. uh, in Canada, I think people know that, but you know, it's good to be clear. Well, Quebec um, people from Quebec don't. If you go to a gas station, this has been my experience with every gas station I've ever been to in Quebec, and I have been to quite a few. They always have cheese curds and pickles for sale at the counter, and it's the best thing. Because you're like, I would like a snack in the car. And you're like, I guess I'll eat this pickle and these cheese curds. I like that you've been to a few gas stations, like you're traveling Quebec, sampling all their loveliest gas stations. Well, see, my wife's family is from New Brunswick. So oh, I travel, I drive straight through Quebec, right? Yeah. So I've been to a number of gas stations. You know, I realized uh, just a few moments ago, if people listen to this podcast and they don't know what we look like, and they wouldn't be wrong. They would assume that we are large gentlemen because we dedicate a lot of our passion towards food items. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're like the Jim Gaffigan of podcasts. We're like, okay, we'll answer your questions, but question about pizza? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, we're done. No, we're I not think... done. We got closing question. Oh, we do have a closing question. My goodness, I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, so, this week, we were asked, what do you do with your spare time in your world? And uh, I would respond with, what do you do with your spare time in your world? Very defensive. Uh, or more like, I don't know, what do you do with your spare time in your world? Yeah, so when uh, you go onto the forums, mm-hmm. uh, the feedback thread, tell us, what do you do with your spare time in your world? What's yeah. your favorite thing? And I would love, um, I would absolutely love, like players have mentioned that they do pageants and that they do, you know, games and stuff. I would love invites to things like that. I would mm-hmm. love to, you know, I'm having a pageant at three o'clock Jacob loves day. to dress as a pretty princess as often as possible. I... The outfit manager has changed my life, man. It's the best thing. Because I switch outfits all the time. Yeah. I've got like a punk rock outfit. I've got a Joker outfit. I've got a steampunk outfit. Pretty princess outfit. I, I definitely have a pretty princess outfit. I'm the prettiest princess in the whole world. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely uh, let us know what you guys do and invite us to some of your stuff. Because we are not the only people who can throw a good party. There you go. All right. So that's it for the Your World Podcast. As always, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Yoville. And or you, you can check us out on the forums at forums.yourworld.com. Oh, you jumped in this week. I did. Meet us in Alton's where there's big changes coming. Secret. Creepy. A little bit. <laughs> or come to a Viking party. We're throwing them all the time. And I'm going to try and throw one this week past the hour of 6 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time. Um, depends on what my schedule looks like this week, but if I do throw one, I will post it on the forums. So that thing we said about the forums before, go to that. Sounds good. Yeah. For the Old World Podcast, I am Jacob. I'm Gary. And I'm still Jacob. <laughs> Twice in one podcast. Yeah. 